Hi, hello. Thank you for joining us on another March Madness episode. So much has happened since last week. No number one seeds in the men's tournament exist. (laughs) None of them are in the tournament anymore. I don't know how to explain it and really express how crazy that is. As well as on the women's side, there's been two pretty major upsets with Stanford losing early on and Indiana losing early. We were driving in the car. We had the kiddos with us, so we couldn't really hear. Leon had the game on his phone because we couldn't find like a local radio station that had it. And a message pops up on my phone and it's from Laquita, a friend from the show. And she says, are you watching the game? And I wasn't really listening. Wow. Was it a game? So I believe this was the time when the last remaining one seeds from the men's size essentially lost one after another. Uh, the, I guess the, the top overall seed, which would have been uh, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And then one of the heavy favorites just due to the, the finale being in Houston being the University of Houston. Pretty wild. Um, I feel bad that my pick for number one seed to win it all tended to have lost in the first round, which was Purdue. I'm never doing it again. Never again. I'm sorry, <laughs> Purdue. I'm sorry, Purdue fans. I have been shafted, and I may never pick you guys to win it all. I, I am sorry. May Burned. I, one day you will, but you have wronged me, and never again. So dramatic. <laughs> okay. To start this episode, we will begin in the women's bracket. So currently in the women's bracket, there's been a little bit of a shakeup. Now, I believe uh, from the last episode, uh, Lauren C was leading. I mean, pretty big as far as max points and just uh, overall points. But at the moment, Velour W has taken the lead with 68 points. Hey. Uh Oh, we have Tina close second with 64, and then Lauren C with 63, and uh, we have Heather uh, H there with 60, and then we're also actually still top four, which is pretty cool, hey, I no, think. We don't but, deserve it. Yeah, we don't Our deserve it. Our picks were rough. Uh, but we're, we're fourth <laughs> as well. Uh, the rub here, though, is Lauren C, even though she's been dethroned and now is in the third spot, still has the highest max points with 159. Uh, then Tina, but then Lauren has LSU winning it all. Tina at number two has South Carolina winning it all with a max points of 128. And then Valor leading um, the pack with a max points of 140. Well, what I should say is leading the pack, but Lauren C still has the max uh, possible points. So we could see a, a, a dethroning, but then someone else makes a comeback again. So it's pretty exciting there. It's uh, uh, really cool to see the the moving pieces and then leading the pack in the losers, but still winners <laughs> side of the That's bracket right. is uh, Kiara. Kiara is looking strong to win it all in the losers side <laughs> with a, a current points of 30 and a max points of 38. I'm sorry, Kiara, for your picks, but hey, you're still in the running to be a winner in No, we support. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But very exciting. The the women's side has been really good. uh, Really great games played. LSU, Um, great. Great fashion. LSU's been great. Uh, South Carolina's been dominant. Uh, Probably a really good pick. It's funny. Number one, so uh, Valor has LSU winning it all. Number three, Lauren has LSU winning it all. But number two, Tina, if South Carolina wins it all... I mean, their their cumulative points are just going to keep growing. That they'll have a a great chance to win it all. Yeah. So 
that's going to be huge. So still a lot to come. Oh yeah, I mean let, let's just let's just say uh, South Carolina wins it all. We could have you know Tina winning it all, and then we finish second, which you know second doesn't get anything. But no. that'd be kind of cool to just you know we did something. Well, we don't right. get anything. We, we don't get anything, <laughs> but we did something right in the picks. Whereas if we transition to the men's side, our bracket is trash, basura. Yes. I don't have another language word for trash, but. <laughs> Out of the 20 participants, I believe it, yeah, 20, we are holding steadily at the 15th spot. Steadily at the 15th Solid. spot. Uh, again, yeah, uh, us and Maya, who is uh, like Kiara, leading the losers but still winners part of the bracket uh, with 29 points and a max of 29 points. So Maya has topped out. Um, but yeah, Maya, just like us, picked Purdue. Uh, twenty uh, all, so we burned. We we made a mistake. We made a mistake. I think actually, if we look at oh dear lord, uh, ourselves and Maya were the only ones who picked Purdue to win it all. Fantastic. <laughs> um, but okay, let's look at the leaders because even here there was a shakeup. Now, I don't recall from the last episode was Lauren C leading the men's as well. I thought so. Uh, Lauren, if you will, and I, I can't remember, but Alice O has taken the lead. Who do they have? They have Yukon. And Yukon oh, is making a run. Okay. So they are under the radar. Have just I, I, I wish I could go, and I don't think this is a thing here, but I wish I could go back in time of how everyone's moved. Cause I am wondering if Alice is just been taking people over <laughs> as UConn just keeps winning, um, most likely. But here's a rub. <sighs> Lawrence, it's kind of a bummer. They're in second, but they've already maxed out in points with 51. So they're not, okay. they, they have reached their, their limit. Uh, Bonnie, okay, here it is. Bonnie is in third with 50 points. So Alice, um, Alice has 51, but Alice's max is 99. Bonnie's max is 106 oh, and okay. they have picked Texas to win it all. Oh, so this, so this one Spicy. legit. Okay. By the way, everyone else, we are Basuda besides, Oh, Michael. Hey. Now Michael, <laughs> Michael is sitting at the 18th spot, but Michael picked Texas to win it. Oh, all. see, you're if fine. Texas you're wins fine. it all, Michael is going to shoot from like 18th to like, second you're not out michael right? you're in this um but the bummer is bonnie picked texas as well so okay. it's like okay but it seems like it's gonna go down it seems at the moment between alice and bonnie if texas wins it all bonnie will be the winner if okay. UConn makes this and by the way texas is like a two seed so they're i mean they're they're a good fucking team like they are great chance to win it all Especially with the the way the field played out, all number ones are gone, right? You have more more of those underdogs that have a chance to win, but you know Texas most likely has the most talent pool in on their team. But if UConn could somehow, I think UConn last I checked is like a fifth or sixth seed. I mean, I could just click this, but anyway, yeah. If UConn does the, I mean, really, because you're always expecting it's going to be like a one, two, three, some some top team to win it all, right? But not now. If you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if UConn can pull this off, get another championship, Alice, the comeback 
Yeah, for real. Wow. Wow. We're talking um, about Cinderella stories in the actual tournament and within our bracket alone. Like like every year. I mean, there's been incredible games. We've been tuning in, some overtime, some we just lost. Or excuse me, we just watched Creighton lose in somewhat heartbreaking fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, fouled their guard at the uh, the last second shot. They shot free throws, made one. Eventually, Creighton got the ball, but they called game and, you know, losing in the final seconds. That's a bummer. Creighton was a sixth seed. They're kind of making a run. San Diego State themselves, a fifth seed, still pretty incredible. Um, Never I, made it to Final Four. I believe it's, a, yeah, I believe they just announced their first Final Four, which, again, incredible. Amazing game so far. Again, thank you for joining the pool. It's really cool to see the the ups and downs and seeing just how... Uh, as the games progress, right, some people are getting taken over. Uh, we've only been going backwards on the men's <laughs> side, but staying at least in that little pocket on the the women's side of, um, you know, in the running, I guess. It's fun to have people to do this with. So definitely thank you for hanging out. In the same vein of sports, I do have to talk about kind of what happened yesterday. And it's not like an incident. Let's not, I'm making it sound a lot more dramatic than it is. But because the nephews and niece came over, we thought we'd start their spring break off right, have a sleepover, have fun. The next day we took them to the nephews baseball game. Everything's good to go. But wow, parents or grandparents, I couldn't tell in this case, get so into it. A level that I I cannot. Should I set the stage? Should I set the stage? Okay. Our nephew plays on a uh, 13U team, right? So everyone's, you know, 13 or below. Uh, They were in a tournament, but just due to the amount of teams they could or couldn't get in their tournament, they kind of did sort of like filler games. So uh, one game they played against a 14U team. So most of the kids were older, bigger, more more time, right? Just, Just playing baseball in general. So getting into this game, you kind of predict well naturally the older kids are going to win and the way the start of the first inning played out it kind of looked that way it looked like they might get you know like a 10 run rule or 12 run or whatever it is the 14 u team finished the at bat at eight and oh so we're like oh shit yeah, it they're, was rough. they're gonna get their ass kicked like this game's over okay I think the 14U team fucked up. They didn't put one of their top pitchers to start. Yes. So their pitcher was making mistakes, wild pitches, so on and so forth. We got a couple hits. At the end of the first inning, it was 8-7, which is already... Absurd. If you're the young team, that's already a victory. You're like, holy (laughs) shit, we're into this. So it goes back and forth. Eventually, the third pitcher for the 14U team hits the mound, and you can tell this kid, He's got swagger. He's cocky. He's smiling. <laughs> he's good. He's waving, he is good. He's waving kids off as he oh, strikes I them out. Oh, I hate that. Aww. Okay, which then leads to Ellie's story of this parent or grandparent. So the kid is up there. He's good. He has a nice swagger, a good throw. I don't know baseball terms. He's got a curveball. He's <laughs> okay. got a curveball. He's got good so speed. So it's nice. I mean, it's cool. It's good. Okay, so they're taking the game a little bit more seriously. Dad stands up on the back of the bleachers and every single throw that is a strike, he has to yell. And I'm talking yell, yell. That's right. Get him out of there. Yeah. And I'm like every single time. And I don't have a problem with that in general. But my issue is 
while you're doing that, you're putting down the other kid. And that's what I don't like. I'm very neutral. I even cheer if the other team has a great play. I'm like, hey, well, yeah, the, sucks the, rub is, the rub is, why are you going over the top when you're playing a younger team? Yeah, you're going a little ham for the situation. Like, we're noticeably younger and smaller. Oh, like, very We should noticeably. mention at this point, I mean, the lead's like, so we have the lead and it's like, 14-9. Yes, like we have a good lead and I think he is trying to hype his kid up. But then again, we switch, we're in the outfield and then our pitcher, who is small but damn good. Our pitcher was probably half the size of their <laughs> starting pitcher or their best pitcher. And my favorite point in the game was when he turned to his dugout and said, is this the kid that waved me off? Is this the kid that just struck me out? And our players confirmed it was, and it was the nastiest pitch I've ever seen. Like everyone just was like, Oh, like he missed that by a lot. <laughs> it, it was just cool to see the, the little battles that go on within the kids. Yeah, with, I don't within, like when it turns within, into within the, the kiddos, adult. right? Just, um, it, yeah, made for a really good game. They got the win, which was, surprising to me yeah it was really cool to see i mean um yeah it was fantastic so parents are always a little intense i don't like when it gets to the point where it's like putting down the other team and i'm I, you know what i'm super careful about this in basketball people get oh, real oh, intense in, in oh, our nephew's basketball parents, games parents we gotta do a better we gotta set good can examples we, <laughs> can we not go after the umps it's a hard gig you're making like 20 bucks an hour 20 bucks, you know just let them do their thing. They're trying their best. Okay. The only time I do think that the, this was just this week, actually. No, no, no. Last weekend, the shit talk towards the ump was a, ump was a little bit justified. One of the kids got hit in the helmet, but then the ball hit the bat and they're like, nope, you got to play on. He didn't get to take a base. Oh yeah. You got, you got to and the then down. you know what? The ump shut that down real quick and said, whatever you have to say, I don't want to hear it. Oh, that and was last then week. That, that was, was it. Yeah, that <laughs> no was one talked week. more shit. Yeah. That was last week. <laughs> So I feel like rarely does that happen in the baseball games, but the other nephews basketball games, I mean, it's every game. It's every single game. Oh, and there's so many calls in basketball. Oh, it's, it's like every possession. <laughs> every possession. Something's always wrong. And someone's always mad. So it's it's stressful going to kids' basketball games. It's very physical. Very there's a lot of floor very things happening. Yeah. But yeah, sports, very intense for kids. Way more than I would anticipate before being involved myself i was playing like casual ymca ball these kids are doing like club ball traveling oh yeah it's very i was like no i'm not traveling if it's not <laughs> if i can't take this close bus i'm not going okay so on to random things of the week that have happened that we watched we just saw john wick great movie great future film lots of what you would expect yeah the the directing the action sequences really really amazing uh what keanu and team are doing with those films is i honestly think well they they've taken inspiration from other movies but i don't i'm not gonna say i mean you know folks are gonna copy them in a way just because it's so incredible what they're putting on film mm -hmm. um but yeah just the shots and and just i mean things i've never i've not seen uh, in action films. Okay. I will say my favorite, one of my favorite parts, but I don't think it gives anything away. Okay. Because it's the way it was filmed. So there, there is a scene where there's lots of action happening within, I think a home. It's a type of building, but it's shot overhead. And I that loved interesting. that. Yeah. Because you could see like bullets going through walls or like 
flames or just the way kind of paths people are taking to try to catch someone else. I, I feel like I need to watch some kind of breakdown of how that was filmed to, to put that together. Yeah. Because it's a continuous scene. Mm-hmm. So that means all those actors were all doing that continuously. Yeah. One thing I also like about those movies is just how much they invest in their world building. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, it's great. All the little, all the little rules everyone has to follow. R- roles the, the, the of cur- who you the are currency, in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you stand in the hierarchy. It's very interesting. Yeah. Definitely recommend it. Last I checked Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's sitting at like a 95%, yeah. which is pretty incredible. Then we came home and watched The Whale. Yeah, first we went for the thrill ride, the action Then we just went to sadness. Then we went to the the sadness. (laughs) Great movie. I thought Brendan Fraser did an amazing job. The, what's her name in Stranger Things? Max. Oh, Max. Oh, yeah. Sam in this movie. Max Mm -hmm. in Stranger Things. Her character was so annoying. And I still, today, thinking about it, I can't decide if that took me out of the message of the movie or... If that makes her an even better actress, because I was so annoyed by her. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, does that mean it was a great job? By yeah, the I think so. If you hated, I think so. There was so I do this thing, and again, I'm just the the viewer watching at home. I have no credibility. But while we're watching a film, sometimes I'll look at Ellie and be like, "Do you see that? That right there is great fucking acting." Yes, right? you can feel that passion when someone you're in the story. But then there's sometimes where the actor will just take you out of a moment or you're kind of kind of leads you like, what? Yeah. And then that naturally makes me think like that was bad acting. That, that didn't. <laughs> but I'm you not, do love to point I'm that out not, at home. I wasn't in the moment when they just delivered that line. But in The Whale, there is very, very few scenes when you're like, mm, I'm not buying that. No, it was great. Also, Am I dumb? What part of Idaho is it always fucking raining? I felt like I in don't the, know. I was like, I felt like in the movie it was always. I'm like, I thought they were in like Maine, maybe it's or something. North, because we always go True. towards like South when we True. go, and it's not. True. Okay. I need to watch like a breakdown on the on the whale because there were some shots where I thought, Am I crazy or am I like hearing the ocean? Um, the nurse. I feel bad. I can't recall her name, but they mentioned like, Oh, are you getting delirious or anything? I'm because like, wait, as wait a the minute. week I'm, progresses. No, no, but I'm thinking in some shots, if you're hearing the ocean, like, is that scene actually playing out or is he just like in his head? If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. It's good. Um, you got to just be ready to be sad. Yes. So. <laughs> you know, be ready to be sad for sure. Last movie we'll talk about. I don't know if we discussed it last episode, but we watched it a few weeks ago. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I loved it. It was a great movie. You were a little less, at least at the beginning, you weren't as into it because it was kind of too much. I think it definitely gets better over time. Yeah. I'll be honest. I watched it twice because the first time I was pretty tired. I thought it was fun. It was a lot different than the movies I usually watch. So I liked it. The scenery was incredible. I mean, the speed that they were switching between environments Mm -hmm. was like holy shit it's uh, fun i recommend everyone watch it i thought the, it was just a great the movie. wacky ideas they even so. i mean in, in one scene they have sausage fingers and another scene they're like fighting with dildos i mean it's <laughs> what what is going on in this movie it's so good all right and now i have a question for you so i read a lot on reddit and one of the subreddits i love is am i the asshole the I mean, the human experience of always wondering, am I wrong in this situation is glorious. 
So I wanted to know your thoughts on this because me, I bake a lot. I enjoy baking. Okay. So I think it means something different to me than it would for you. And so I wanted your opinion. So this person says, for my 24th birthday, my dad got me a gray metal KitchenAid stand mixer for my apartment. You know, that's top of the line. Okay. About 400 bucks. Yeah. She says, no, 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 no. That's the one. That's the mid range. We got oh, a high range. Too. Oh, she says it was about $700. And I know exactly which one that is. That's the big boy. That's the big boy. Okay. She says, however, I did not ask for this. And honestly, I freaking hate the color as it does not match anything in my place. It's also too big. I gave it away to a friend who liked it and was moving to a different state. My boyfriend then got me a cute little black stand mixer that fits into my apartment a lot better. My dad was over last night and he noticed that the gray stand mixer was gone and replaced by the black one. He asked where it was and I told him the truth, namely that I thought it was ugly and I gave it to my friend and my boyfriend got me this black little one instead. My dad was shocked and said that the gray stand mixer had a co- had cost a lot and that he thought I would have liked it so that's why he gave it to me as a present. Maybe this is where I'm the asshole. I said that if he would have been more observant, he would have known that I absolutely hate the color gray. It's my least favorite color, and everyone in my life knows this about me. I wasn't trying to be rude. I was just stating a fact, but my mom called me today and said that I really hurt my dad, and I need to apologize for throwing away a thoughtful birthday gift. Thoughts? You are definitely the asshole. (laughs) That's where I was going, but I didn't know if I... This This is my rub. Okay, go for it. I'm making a little bit of assumptions, but you could have easily asked your dad... Hey, can I get the receipt? It's just a little too big. I'm going to return it and just get the smaller one, one step down. And then I could possibly pick my color or obviously ask the store if they could order the color I want. Yes. Therefore, your dad still gives you the gift and you get to pocket like 300 bucks. Or give it back. Or give it back, whatever. Which might soften the Which honestly, if it's a gift, you're probably going to keep 300 bucks. Yes. Um, Yeah. That would also... Wow, you are an incredible friend that you just gave someone a seven hundred dollar mixer. Imagine, wow. yeah, this friend was wow. like, "Wow, I made it out. I'm moving away. I have a seven hundred dollar mixer now." Also, did your boyfriend buy you like a two hundred dollar mixer or something? I, yeah, I assume it's one of those little black ones off like Amazon. I, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. I would have just yeah, just returning, get the size you want and the color. I have a few things to break down here. And the dad comes over, you're like, oh, you got a different color. I'm like, oh, yeah, dad, it was just too big. But I ended up just turning it and just getting one smaller. Oh, but uh, as with most of these submissions to Am I the Hasshole, communication is truly the answer always. Like you said, you could have talked to dad, just been like, it's a little too big. I love it, but I just need a different one in a different color. That's it. And then you can figure out what you do with the extra money. A couple of items. Do people really know people's least Favorite color? I think that is a wild assumption that everyone in your life knows your least favorite color. Okay. Let's just pretend you loved um, pink. Everything pink. It would be weird if you got someone like a black mixer. If they had a pink color. She's not saying that she doesn't like it. She's saying that is my least favorite color and everyone knows that. I don't know anyone's least favorite color. I don't know your least favorite color. I don't know many dads that know their kids' least favorite color. <laughs> yeah. Favorite, we're talking that's a whole different story. We're talking about least favorite. Hmm. That's weird. I have a hard time believing this person has a kitchen that doesn't have any silver appliances or any silver thing. A okay. Knife. 
anything. That's what I'm calling bullshit on. My second point. Mm. You're saying black fits better, but gray or silver does not, which is adjacent to ma'am, black. Ma'am. Michael. It, it's a natural. Ma'am. Or neutral is what I'm trying to say. What are you talking about? That's just a lie at this point. Because gray and silver goes kind of decent next to black. And to everything, hmm. I feel like. Hmm. Point three I want to make. You can tell your dad to his face that if he knew you better, that he, he would know that that's your least favorite color and you just gave it away to a friend and it just wasn't your style, all this stuff. But you can't go to your dad and say, hey, I love this, but I don't want one this big. I'm more flabbergasted. That you just gave away a $700 mixer. <laughs> Brand new. Yo, there is a level of spoiled as fuck. If you are, co- I'm sorry. If you are, I come from humble beginnings, people. We do, yeah. I yes. am not comfortable giving away a $700 mixer to a friend. I'm borderline hoarding like every gift anyone has ever given to me because I feel so bad if I gave it away or didn't use it or didn't appreciate it some way because that is something that someone looked at it and thought that would that's something that that person would enjoy and they spent their hard-earned money on that for me. Mm-hmm. I'm probably putting way too much significance on that and that's why I have so much stuff I need to declutter. <laughs> but yeah, I just it's a lot. Okay, I'm glad we were on the same level, even though I didn't know if baking added any significance to this. But okay, I have it a follow up. Doesn't. What? I have a follow up. How long was this am I the asshole living rent free in your mind? Like two days. One okay. day, two days. Not horrible. Okay. That's fair. There's some really spicy ones on there. This is real mild. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to keep it fairly tame for the show. This is a casual show. Real casual. All right, is that all for our random episode this week? I haven't watched new episodes of any shows. No, there's a Waco documentary on Netflix that we that need next. to tune into. I'm a big documentary fan. No, thank you all for tuning in. Again, this is just our little random episode we want to give you and also obviously update everyone on the March Madness Tournament updates. Again, thank you all for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. I hope you had a good weekend and that follows through to the week. Take care and enjoy yourselves. Thank you so much.